Hey everyone, welcome back to another regretful episode of Is This Thing On? So, I know it's already kind of late in the day, but um, I can't seem to figure out a stupid schedule to post these episodes, so uh, you're just going to have to deal with it if you enjoy my podcast personality, so just deal with it, honey. Uh, Tough it out, cookie. Uh, Build a bridge and get over it, whoever you are, and I mean that with love, okay? Anyhow, um, so today I thought we would talk about something that most of us have and that most of us are obsessed with to an extreme degree, some more than others, and that's social media. So here's the thing about social media. Um, it's good. And it's bad. It has a lot of good things and it has a lot of bad things. Um, I started social media pretty young. I remember downloading or I remember making my Facebook back in like 2010. 29, 2009. I don't remember because my first Facebook actually got hacked and deleted and it sucks because I had all my little like memorabilia from like middle school because I used to take a little pink camera that I had in middle school and uh I would vlog and I would take pictures I was uh, (laughs) ahead of the times if you know what I mean like I used to vlog in middle school and like take pictures and whatnot and that's how I got started on YouTube as well like I started YouTube when I was like 9, 10, 11. I think it was like, I was like 10 or 11 when I started YouTube. Um, Because I think this year might be my 10-year YouTube anniversary, I think. Or it might have been last year. I don't quite remember. I'd have to go in to my original YouTube account and double check when. Uh, But I've had YouTube for quite a while. I've had a Facebook for quite a while. I remember I also hopped on the MySpace bandwagon. And made a MySpace and had all these quote-unquote friends on there. Um, So I've been on social media since before it was even acceptable to have social media. Um, How has that impacted me as a 23-year-old today? Well, let's see. I have moments, specifically like Instagram, for example where I am trying to create, and I hate saying this word, but I'm trying to create a certain aesthetic. Such a cringy word, right? And I'll go through like my Instagram and I'm like, this just doesn't flow well. This doesn't mesh well. It does not look good. We're just going to delete the whole thing and start all over again. And so there I am, like an idiot, deleting everything or archiving it because Instagram lets you archive things which is basically like a feature where you can hide stuff um so there I go redoing my Instagram account then for what for like 10 likes like I don't know I think we get so 
consumed by how many likes, how many retweets, how many little hearts, how many comments we get on our social media. And the thing about that is that we end up being so... You may not think about it in the moment, but we end up being so full of ourselves. I mean, think about it. Think about it. You're on social media, and all you do is post pictures of yourself, like, all the freaking time. I'm talking, like, a billion selfies, you know? If that doesn't scream self-absorbed, I don't know what does. I'll be honest. I don't post that many selfies. I really don't. I can probably go into my camera roll and tell you just how many selfies I have. Let's see. I have 105. So, well, to be honest, some of these are actually videos, so I don't count them as selfies. But okay, so I I really don't take that many selfies and I really don't have that many selfies of me on Instagram because I kind of just I suck at taking selfies. They are not my forte. Um, I only have like, I have like one selfie on here. That's literally it. Like one freaking selfie. The rest of them. Okay. Maybe two, two freaking selfies on Instagram. The rest of them are like portrait pictures of me, whatever. Uh, I, I like to not take so many pictures of myself because I mean, I already have all these social media platforms. I don't think the world needs to know how much more self-absorbent I really am. So, I'm here to just tell everybody, if you didn't already know, social media is a facade, people. It is a facade. You know, to some degree, it's sort of fun to have... Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, whoever still uses that. I mean, I have a Facebook, but I only have it because of my closest friends and a couple few family members. But I'm thinking of deleting it because honestly, I don't really use it. I think it's kind of pointless. I mean, it's not really my jam anymore. I think I think if I were to delete my social media, it'd probably be, like, Facebook. I think I could go without Instagram, but, like, I also am just, like, I'm gonna take all these pictures of, like, things, and I would want to have them somewhere to put, because what am I gonna do with all these things? Like, I'm always running out of storage on my phone, on my laptop. Like, I don't want to, like, you know, I just kind of want to put them out there. So... Maybe, oh, but then Twitter's kind of, like, funny. Like, Twitter's where I go and get all my news, where I like to see the beef that people have. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I, get, I have said over and over again that I would delete my Facebook, and I haven't done it because I'm lazy, and I just have so many pictures on there that I would have to, like, back up. 
Um, so that is probably the main reason I haven't deleted Facebook. If I had nothing on there, like no pictures, I probably would have already deleted it by now because I, I just think it's pointless at this point. Um, yeah. So social media is a facade and we get so fixated and so consumed at people looking at our superficial lives on there. Because that's what we do. We post the most superficial fragments of our lives. You're not going to post a picture of yourself ugly crying on Instagram. Because that's not going to get likes. That's not going to get hard eyes. That's not going to get a comment saying that you look good. No. You know, and I think sometimes... We're so enamored by the idea, idea of social media that we almost don't want to peel back the layers that we've been keeping and, and let people see the unfiltered, literally unfiltered side of ourselves. Like we all have moments in time where we are just going through hell and back. Yes, I said hell. Who cares? Okay. All right. It's not a bad word. If you're a Christian on here, you're going to come at me because I'm a Christian. I just said the word hell. Honey, there are bigger things to fry in this world. Just don't fry me, okay? Anyways, sometimes we're going through hell back. And sometimes we feel as though we have to just put up this front on social media. Instead of being real and just literally posting what happened. I think that's one element of social media that I would love to see more is authenticity. Because we go on a certain Instagrammer's page and what 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 is one of the first things we do as ladies? Ladies, I am preaching to the choir here. What is one thing we do when we go on social media? We look at that Instagram model's profile picture or or selfie that she took in the Bahamas or bikini picture and what do we do what do we do what do we do we compare ourselves to the max oh my god I don't have lines on my obliques I must be fat oh my gosh my freaking boyfriend won't post about me on social media he must not love me oh my gosh she has a Birkin bag and I don't I'm not rich like we see Kylie Jenner on there and we're so enamored with her quote unquote perfect life, which nobody has. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how successful you are. Nobody in this freaking world has a perfect life. Okay. Let's just make that clear. Like, let's just cut the crap and really get down to business. Comparison is the thief of happiness. And as long as we have social media in our lives, I think it's going to be sort of impossible to just sit there and scroll through our feeds and not compare ourselves to the next person there. Why? Because we want things that are unattainable to us. Not everyone can have an ideal, perfect Instagram model body. Okay. Believe me, I go to the gym 
five to six times a week. I work my butt off. I try to eat clean pretty much the entire week. Because I'm a vegetarian, so my diet is already pretty healthy. But I try my hardest to just sit there and see, hmm, what can I do to look like freaking... I don't know who is an Instagram model that I follow that I that I think she has an amazing body. Um, I don't know the Victoria's Secret models. I will never, ever, ever, no matter how much I work out, be able to look like them. And I think that once we are unable to take off those blinders. And see that we can't have that. Then that's when it becomes destructive. To have social media. To be just sitting there. And feeling so bad about ourselves. Because we don't look like that. Or we don't have that life. Or we don't have money. Or we don't have this. Or we don't have that. And it just becomes a constant game of what it, what we don't have. And then we're left with all these unrealistic standards. How are we going to change that in society? How are we going to make sure that people don't go out and try to execute something so unattainable. Why can't people just be happy with the life that they have? Why do we have to teach young girls to go out and starve themselves just to have abs, to go out and overexercise and 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 try to just look a certain way? And act a certain way. God forbid we have cellulite. We must not. And I'm a hypocrite for saying this. Because there's a lot of days where I go. And I look at myself in the mirror. And I'm just like disgusted with my cellulite. Disgusted with the, the way I look. And then I realized that my body was not made to look like that. It was not. I'm someone that struggles with hormonal problems. And so it's been a real challenge for me to lose weight. I've been able to do it. But it takes rewiring my brain into not obsessing over my weight. Into not counting my calories. Into not looking at that Instagram model's bikini pictures so that I can feel better about myself. If something is triggering you on social media, block it, mute it, unfollow it, do whatever you have to do. But do not let that person make you feel bad about yourself. Because at the end of the day, it is your social media platform you are allowed to post whatever you want. And just because this person has this quote-unquote quote, perfect life and you don't, doesn't mean you have to be unhappy and miserable for the rest of your life. So I would say 
that in some ways, in many ways, going on social media and having those comparisons can really, really, really affect ourselves, affect us in a very negative way. Now, social media is also great for a new, a number of things. For example, if you're starting, if you want to start a business, you want to get the word out there, you don't want to pay for advertisements, you can start an Instagram page, a Twitter, a Facebook, whatever it may be, and you can go on there and you can publish your things and, and, and garner a demographic and, and, and garner like a list of people, a, a group of people that are going to be genuinely interested in what, in what you're selling and what you're promoting. You know, for that, it's great. I think social media is probably one of the best marketing strategies that exist out there. If you want to get the word out there, you know, now hop on the bandwagon of TikTok, you know, like 60 second video, 15 second video, whatever it may be. It, it works. It's efficient. Why? Because people like to see things that are short sweet and simple that's why people loved vine and now people are obsessed with tiktok because it's just you you open it up and you see all these generation generation z people making these funny little videos and some of them are actually going viral why? Because our, our attention span, for most of us, is very short. Very short and just, we want to see something here and now. We want to just be able to look, be able to look at something and then just have it disappear. So... You know, I think that in that aspect, it's great. I think a lot of people have been able to become very successful on social media. I mean, prime example, look at David Dobrik on YouTube. He's been able to make a career out of it, give back to people, give back to his friends, his family. You know, I think all around, stellar guy. I mean... It is the future. But it can also make us feel inadequate because we're like, we go to college. We do all these things. And then you have people like Jake Paul and Logan Paul and Tana Mojo that literally just post one freaking video on something stupid. It gets so many views, so many likes, and they are able to monetize that video and make so much money off of it. And, you, and then you sit there and you wonder, what did I do wrong on my YouTube channel? <laughs> because I've had it for more than 10 years. I'm not garnering any views, any money, nothing. Like, I'm not making profit off of it. So what am I doing wrong? Well... I think primarily it's because all these people 
have assistants, they have publicists, they have social media strategists that work with them so that they can post stuff on social media that will make them blow up. And if they're not doing that, they'll use social media for brand deals. Brand deals can pay anywhere from like 2000 to a freaking million dollars. I don't know whose Instagram I was on that I heard that she gets paid like half a million for each Instagram post. I think it was either Kylie Jenner or Kendall Jenner. I don't know who it was. But they'll go on there do like a, a one-minute brand deal on their Insta story. Or they'll post a picture with the product and they'll get paid like half a million dollars. Like, wow. That's insane to think about. That. Just by taking a picture, you would make that much money. Man, I don't know why I'm going to title this podcast. I think I'm going to title it like social media versus real life. Um, another thing that I think um, sucks about social media is the fact that We'll go on there, right? And we'll see people like Madison Beer, who, I mean, is a really pretty girl. But she goes on there and she starts claiming that she doesn't have any plastic surgery procedures done to her. Right? And a few days ago on Twitter, there's a paparazzi photos at least of her and this other Instagram girl at a freaking plastic surgery office in Beverly Hills. Why are these Instagram models going on social media and telling young impressionable girls they haven't had any work done when they clearly have? Just admit it. Sis, you got Juvederm. You got lip plumper on your lips. You don't just go from a straight line to Daffy Duck lips overnight. You know, I don't care how many Too Faced lip injection lip glosses you buy. No amount of lip plumper is going to help you. That is the work of a plastic surgeon. Okay? Also, what is the matter with people face-tuning the crap out of their photos? It is one thing to go on there and if you took a selfie and maybe your skin was acting up that day and you have acne. I don't think there's anything wrong with going in there and smoothing it over a little bit. But if you're going to go in there, change your whole freaking face. Contour your nose. Give yourself a butt on phase two and then go and say that you're all natural or that you've been working your butt off at the gym, but it's actually just you on Facetune for over an hour just trying to manipulate every single part of your body. Like, what the frick is wrong with you? I mean, look, I used to use Facetune a long time ago. But I would only really use it to delete 
the acne I had on, I had on my face because I was so insecure about my face. I don't really care anymore. I have acne. I have hormonal acne. I do. I deal with it. I get over it. Why? Because I know I'm human. And I know that, like, having acne is a part of life, okay? Yes, I have a healthy lifestyle, but even though I have a healthy lifestyle and I drink, you know, my eight cups of water a day that I'm supposed to drink and I exercise and I do all the things that I need to do to keep myself healthy, what's the point of me going on there and making myself look like a freaking brat stall? I'm just tired of scrolling through social media and looking at all these Instagram pages and all the girls look exactly the same. They all look like they went to the same freaking surgeon. Hey, maybe they got like a two for one sale. They went and like they went with a friend and the plastic surgeon was like, hey, bring your other friend and we'll give you a deal on 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 your lip fillers or on your Botox or on look by no means am I shaming these Instagram personalities for getting Botox or Juvederm or whatever do whatever the frick you want if you have the money if you have 5 to 10k 2k to blow on Botox Juvederm lip fillers or rhinoplasty whatever it is that's going to make you feel like a like a baddie do it. I'm not shaming you. But then don't go on your social media and proclaim that you are all natural, that all you do is work out and you watch your diet, when clearly you went to the most expensive plastic surgery clinic in Beverly Hills and you got liposuction and you got Juvederm and you got a, a butt lift. Like, no one's going to believe you. No one's going to believe you when you had the flattest butt on the planet. And then you go on there and you say that you've been working out for so long at the gym. that You've been doing the squats. I'm sorry, but no amount of squats is going to get your butt looking like that. I think squats are great. They tone your butt. You know, they give you that lift. But if you are not born with it. It's not going to go from looking like a deflated basketball to a plump-looking apricot or peach. It's just not going to happen. Just admit you got a Brazilian butt lift. That you got butt implants. Just admit it. What's so wrong? Same thing with... Um, with people um, just reducing the size of your waist. Who cares if you have big hips? Work those hips. Who cares? No one is going to look like how they did at 16 compared to now that they're in their only 20s and they're growing into their body. That they've grown into their body. I'm sorry. So, if you have the money, if you really want to change your appearance, go for it. There's nothing wrong with it. 
but just know that you shouldn't be fake. Sorry, guys, about all the background noise you heard in the last recording. It's it's annoying. Anyways, yeah. If you're going to promote that you're natural on social media, actually promote it. Don't go on there and say that you are natural when you went from an A cup to a C cup. Don't, don't do that. Because you're just setting unrealistic standards for the rest of us that maybe are insecure, insecure about our bodies and we don't know how to not let that get to us. So, and again, I'm not criticizing any guy or girl that wants to get work done. If you have the money, if you feel like it's something that's going to make you more confident, do it. More power to you. I don't think there's anything wrong with owning up to the fact that you got work done. But actually own up to it and don't just sit there and give people false expectations about you. Because then you're just making people feel like crap about themselves. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, again, I think social media can be great. I think, especially in these times right now, where we're, where we're going through so much as a society, and we're going through so many social movements i think social media has been very beneficial because we've been able to see more stuff that we haven't seen on the news because sometimes the news literally just posts propaganda and they post whatever it is they want to post and it's from their narrow-minded point of view and we don't actually get to see all the facts so it's nice to have social media so that we can be informed about the stuff that's going on. And it's good for social movements. It's good for social reform. It's good if you want to use your platform for good and spread positive messages and, and, and really, really sit there and be authentic. So, yeah, there's a lot of good in social media and there's a lot of bad. Um... I just hope that whoever is listening to this do not get boggled down by social media. Like, if social media is getting to you, I would recommend taking a little break. Maybe for like a few days, maybe for a week, maybe for a while. Just make sure that you keep your mental health in check. And that you're not going to sit there for hours on end upset because this person went to the Bahamas and you did it. Your time of having fun, of living your best life will come, okay? Maybe you're already living your best life now. You just don't post about it on social media. And hey, you know what? I miss days where we could just enjoy everything. And live in the moment. And not have to worry about taking out our phones and capturing it. Because 
there's something nice and almost magical about not taking out your phone in the middle of, of an event and not feeling obligated to post it on social media. Like sometimes we just need to sit there and really bask in the moment and just take it all in and enjoy ourselves. Cause life's too short to just sit there with our phones out and record every second of it. So I would encourage you to put down your phone, go outside, walk your dog, breathe some fresh air, and make the most out of the life you currently have. It's not always going to be ideal, but detaching yourself from an unrealistic reality is going to be so healthy and beneficial for you in the long run. So, yeah, guys, that is my two cents on social media. I hope y'all enjoyed this. I hope y'all are slowly starting to really like these podcasts. I know I get lazy and I don't want to post them sometimes, but nonetheless, I hope that everyone is doing okay and having a good time and just staying safe and healthy. Um, And as always... I have a I have a I have a number for this podcast that you can go on there and call it and leave me a voicemail and that number is guys 956-278-0720 956-278-0720 one more time 956-278-0720. You can go on there. You can leave me a voicemail. You can leave me podcast suggestion topics. Whatever your heart desires. Maybe you need advice on something. I don't know. Maybe we can start doing an advice session at the end of each episode. But I need feedback from you guys to see what y'all want to hear. Because I don't have people running this podcast for me. I run it all on my own. So I have full creative control, which is awesome and great and fine and dandy, but I need to hear back from my listeners. So if you are an avid listener of this podcast and you want this podcast to get more interesting and more engaging, because I know sometimes I sit here for an hour or 30 minutes talking about something, and I, I look back at it, and I'm like, I really was not passionate about this, but I felt like I had to get an episode out there. And I don't want every episode to feel like such a strain. Like, I'm just pushing out content to push it out. So, if you want more improvements on this podcast, just let me know. We need to make that happen. So, as always, guys, I hope you all have a more wonderful morning, day, and night, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, and I pray that you go forth, prosper, and God bless.